It's a Thursday, not quite to the weekend, but we're getting there. We're inching ever closer. Good to have you. Uh, I'm feeling it a little bit today. Uh, I'll be honest. Okay, I'm lying. (laughs) Uh, I got home from the huddle last night. Wasn't feeling great when I got home from the huddle last night, so I laid down. I took a couple of... uh, uh, I don't take like melatonin stuff every. Ben, do you take melatonin at all? I do not. No, do not. Okay, I don't normally. Uh, Kristen does. Well, we. I, I shouldn't say that. We have, but I don't usually take you know uh, melatonin to sleep. I can usually just go upstairs and kind of fall off. But last night I took it, and I woke up at like three, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I was up till like five thirty, and I was doing some work around the house. I thought, well, I'll go lay down, and I have no idea how I slept through my alarm, but I did. So I had not put the studio together when I got home last night after the uh, the showdown at the Mecca. So this, and then the phone rings and it's a buddy of mine, uh, Craig from Wisconsin Harley Davidson. I'm talking to him and I'm running around the whole time I'm talking to him. I'm putting the studio together, and it's one of those days where it's like you know, no shower, no nothing. You know, we've all had one of those days. You just got to run to work. So I threw a hat on and uh, but I had my I had pullovers and I thought you know what today's one of those days I'm just kind of feeling it so to say I'm not I'm lying completely I would be lying to say that but I'm kind of feeling it today so I threw the Wisconsin pullover on today feeling a little support for the Badgers going into the shoe this weekend uh, who knows maybe I'll wear some Buckeye stuff tomorrow I don't know but uh, but nevertheless uh, I was kind of feeling it today it was the first thing that popped out at me first thing I grabbed and it's kind of cool out. If you weren't paying attention overnight, holy mackerel, I went into uh, the Mecca yesterday. It was like close to 80 degrees, and when I came out last night, it was 66. I mean, it dropped like a stone in a matter of a couple of hours. So uh, today you wake up, and it's in the low, like overnight it was in the upper 40s where I live here in uh, Waukesha, and uh, I woke up this morning, it was like 61, so... It's nice because I could turn the air conditioning off. I'm not going to be burning up the electricity anymore. I'm doing my part to save the planet, I guess. But nevertheless, it was uh, kind of a brisk morning, so I thought throwing the pullover on. First time I've been wearing the pull. First time I've worn a pullover since probably May of last of this past year. So there you go, Bill. I have two uh, questions. Yes, go ahead. Number one, did you just say you're going to wear Ohio State stuff tomorrow? I might. I have a problem with that. Uh, Do you? Number two, other question. Oh come on! I rooted for the I rooted for the Eagles. That's true. That's true. I already got my my side this week. I don't know. I I just I'm very emotional about this contest coming up on Saturday too. Is the uh, is the Instagram post from last night about the changing weather? Um. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You know what's funny is uh, I got a friend of mine who does a lot of artwork, and he talks about the uh, he, he was doing a piece on the changing of the seasons. And when you get into the rainy season, he always says it always feels like the sun shines on the outside. So it's a very dark, dark picture. But, yes, that's what that was about, was the changing of the seasons. He sent it to me last night, and he said, this is the way I feel right now with losing summer. And I said, I feel the exact same way. So I posted it last night. Plus, okay. he's a hell of an artist. So I got you. It kind of looked like one of those things where uh, everyone says, "If uh, what's the thing you tweet out if you want to let people know you aren't okay? Where, like, mine would be, oh, 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 go Buckeyes, okay. for instance. People yeah, would know that yeah. someone has me hostage just wanted to make sure you know it was dark you know yeah it, it was it was yeah I, i'll give you that yeah he's he's kind of a dark dude i've known the guy since high school and you can find his stuff and that picture as well like on google and everything his stuff flies off the shelves and he does a lot of stuff for um he's he's a nice guy he, he's really he's a good friend of mine he's a nice guy but he is he was the guy that was always like in the corner sketching you know everybody else is running around you're 
you know, you're doing the stupid pranks at school, and you know, I, I I was with the the jocks guys, you know, but he was a friend of mine, and but he was always the guy with that big pad in front of him. He was always sketching, doing the charcoals and all that kind of stuff. But it, but as the jock who hung with the jocks, you always looked at this guy, and I would always tell him, I'd say, my God, you're unbelievably talented, just just an incredible talent for being able. You can tell him anything, and he would just draw it. He would just kind of close his eyes and begin to move his hand. And then when he opened his eyes, there it was. And then he would fill in all the details. He's just hes just like a savant when it comes to art. So anyway, uh, but that that was, yes, that was kind of the changing of the uh, today is fall. Did you know that? It feels like it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Today we start fall off with a bang. Now, I know it's going to get a little warmer towards the weekend, but, you know, yeah, it's kind of sucks. Be perfectly honest with you. I'm a summer person. I love football. And I love fall weather for football. I love snowy weather for football. I love inclement weather for football. But once football season's done, once you get past New Year's Day, that's it, man. Give me back to 75, 85, and sunny. I'm, I'm good with that. I know people love to ski and love to hunt and love to snowmobile and all that, and I appreciate that. I do. And those are fun activities. But I, would, I could take 75, 85, and sunny every damn day of the week and riding the motorcycle, going down on the boat, playing golf, cutting the grass. Yeah, I'm, I'm all good with that, big time. I have a mea culpa for the people. Uh, radio producer Ben did forget to play September uh, yesterday. It was the 21st of September. That's my fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You're, you're allowed to, you know, we, we have brain farts every now and then. You know what I ordered, Ben, for the studio here? Uh-oh. Do I want you know to know? How you, I don't know if you want to know. So uh, years ago, uh, when I it was in, I, I was I've been in radio since '92, but this goes back to maybe 2005. Um, I I worked at a station, and they would give me. It was kind of like a cockpit of a plane. I had uh, a, a monitor in front of me, a laptop in front of me. I had a thing off to the side, and then I had my own. I called it the sound machine, but it's basically a, a, a drop box, as they call it in the radio business. And you would put all your stuff in there, all your silly stuff, your Homer Simpson, your Peter Griffin, all the silly things, Matt LaFleur or Mike McCarthy or Mike Sherman or, or Ray Rhodes, going all the way back to Ray Rhodes, all the st- stupid stuff they would say. And, you know, you'd call, you know, kind of like you drop stuff in on me, you know, I bought one. They're, they're expensive. They're, they're uh, quite, a, I bought a used one. For fifteen hundred, they start out at about thirty six hundred bucks. But I bought a used one. I thought, I what is this? What is the new studio going to look like? Because we're only now, I think, about three weeks away from all the rest, the remainder of the pieces getting here. So this thing's going to change. So I, I'm like, what else do I need? So because some of the equipment's going to be gone, it's going to be hidden. There's going to be new wiring in here, and I'm like, that's what I need. I got to be able to just drop stupid stuff in every now and then. The, the world of vibrating anal beads. There you go. That needs to be a, a staple within the program. It does. Yeah. So I have an update on that, that story, by the way, we can hit later in the show. Big update. Oh, huge update. Scandalous update in the world of anal beads. Like it. So we got that. Uh, and then uh, today we're going to talk some fantasy football. Paul Charchian is going to be here. Liking it when the charge, because I need some help. Uh, and, uh, and I came within a scintilla of being axed out of the guillotine league this past weekend. I'm still there. I'm pretty sure. I haven't checked. I'm still there. At least I was Sunday night. And I, well, then again, I had some guys playing on, on Monday for the Vikings. So maybe the Vikings screwed me. And that'll just give me more fuel to hate the Vikings, I guess is the best way to put it. So who knows? But uh, going to do that. Uh, we got that coming up. And then in addition to that, uh, we're going to talk with Mark Daniels. 
uh, up in Green Bay. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the Green Bay Packers. And today is the day we got to take a look over the fence. Because if there is no David Bakhtiari today, you have got to now wonder, after him not being at practice yesterday, you got to wonder what the hell's going on. Got to go, what is going on with David Bakhtiari? Because he did not practice yesterday. So we'll find out. I mean, it wasn't like he didn't even participate in a session where the media was there. He he was listed as did not practice. So we'll find out what's going on there. I'm sure Matt LaFleur is going to have more on that uh, today. Uh, we've got suspensions kind of uh, fill the airwaves yet again today. So we'll get into that discussion. And then the story that it, it, it comes on, it goes crazy, and then it goes back. And it goes back to nothing. And then it comes back. And now here we go again. And uh, NBC News, John Davis, who was the Mississippi welfare director during the distribution of the federal welfare funds, has now pleaded guilty in federal court to newly unsealed documents. He has pleaded guilty to conspiring to funnel funds to friends. Now, he's the guy that's going to go down and probably go down the hardest because he was in charge of the welfare system. But now the people that got it are now going to be uh, the next targets to go. Brett Favre being one of them. And uh, the uh, I, I read a follow-up to this this morning. The text messages, which is going to become key evidence in all of this, against Brett Favre uh, are, they say, they don't give the specifics. Now, we saw a glimpse of them in the news article originally when all this came out. But they say they are extremely damning. Extremely damning. Now, I don't know if that means for the guy that gave him the money to Brett Favre. I don't know. But it, you know, when you're scamming the welfare system and you're taken away from charities and such, uh, yeah, that's that that you you the, the hammer fall falls harder. And for those that are in charge and have or celebrity, the hammer can fall even harder for them. So we shall see. We'll wait and see what actually happens in all of that. But that came out today. So anyway, a lot of different stuff going on. In the meantime, uh, the concern for David Bakhtiari continues to grow. And I am stemming the tide by simply saying, as I stated last night, and I'm going to state it again here today, the story is a big story because why? As many of you like to say, the media is making it a big story. And it's true. We are. You're talking about a, a Pro Bowl caliber left tackle, who had a knee injury almost now two years ago, who has not yet been able to come back and play meaningful, meaningful football, less than 30 snaps in two years. And every time it seems like he's ready to go, there's another setback. And you also ask yourself why if these set, I mean, we're now, this is going to be game number three. You figured he'd be back this week. So we'll find, this could all be a moot point if he's back at practice today. But after not appearing yesterday at practice, doing the walkthrough only on Friday, not participating on Thursday, you're kind of wondering, hmm, what's up? So the question then becomes, let's just say hypothetically now, hypothetically now, if this, if this plays out this way, if David Bakhtiari does not come back, okay, let's say he doesn't come back. I don't know if it hurts much. But 
The question would be, why then, if he just was not ready, okay? He's just not ready. He's trying, he's trying, he's trying. You give him credit for that, but he's just not ready. If he's not ready, why in the hell is he on the roster and taking up a roster spot? Now you got to say, are you keeping him on the roster because he's Aaron Rodgers' buddy? We got two guys who, you know, Randall Cobb can contribute. But are there better slot receivers out there? Has he stunted the growth of one Amari Rodgers? Uh, because Amari Rodgers really hasn't had much of a shot at all for certain reasons. Then again, maybe it's just Amari Rodgers' talent level isn't there. We're not there every day. But you start to go, you know what? Are we, li- are we, are we littering a team with friends or quality players? And if you're doing it for the friendship and for the massage of the ego that is, that's that's no that's not the way to go then you're then you kind of look at it and you go you know maybe the team is kind of being held hostage in a certain direction by the wants and needs of Aaron Rodgers however I don't mind that I know but you got to ask that question but I don't mind it it's the same thing the Bucks do why do the Bucks bring in Thanasis right Remember all of that talk about you got to do whatever Giannis wants, otherwise he's going to leave and Milwaukee's going to become irrelevant? It's the same thing. Same situation, right? So you, you, can, you can scream and yell about it. You can be upset about it. You can think this isn't right. But in the long run, you're probably going, it's better than not having the quarterback. It's better than not having Giannis. Sure, sure as stuff is. So you got to kind of wonder if David Bakhtiari is going to be able to fulfill that roster spot. So hopefully he's back at practice today. We shall see. Hopefully. I Look, I'm rooting for David Bakhtiari. I want him to come back. I want him to play like he was able to play. And if he is, and him and Elton Jenkins both return to form, say by game six or seven, uh, down the stretch, this team can become a juggernaut. I believe that. And then it also frees up the passing game, which involves Robert Tanyan and company and Josiah Aguara and such even more. You have more options. And while you may not have the downfield capability that you once had, you still have a lot of options and guys that can go out and spread the ball around, that you can spread the ball around to. So it's not a bad thing. But I want David Bakhtiari back for that reason, selfishly. Selfishly. I'm sure sure Aaron Rodgers does too because it changes the playbook. It changes what you can and can't do. But let's be honest. Josh Nyman played an entire season last year and did it admirably. What What are we screaming about? Right? What are we screaming about? Josh Nyman's got the job. I'm sure they're telling him each and every week, Josh, you prepare like you're the starter. But in the back of his mind, he's got to know the minute David Bakhtiari walks through that door, he's not the starter. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. So just for the sake of the guy that's currently got the spot, like last year you knew Bakhtiari wasn't coming back. Okay? You could see it. Now it's one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off, two days off, one day on. We're going to try it again. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So Yash Nyman's kind of looking over his shoulder constantly going, is he here? Is he here? Is he here? Is he here? We all would, right? If suddenly you got the job at your company because this guy had to take a, a, a leave of absence for whatever reason, every day you're, you, you know, you're, you're busting ass. You're doing your job. You're selling your product. Those widgets are flying off the shelf. But every day you're looking back to see if the number one guy is going to be back. You know, until they finally say, you know what, he's out for the rest of the year. This is your job. Go make it your own. Then you get that, okay, now let's go. So I'm wondering if if there is any kind of an effect on Yash Nyman with all of this. 
maybe I'm going too deep, maybe I'm too analytical in all of this, but I think about this kind of stuff. When I'm laying awake at night and I can't sleep, this is the kind of stuff I think about. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back. A lot more to get to. Great night last night down at the Mecca Sports Bar and Grill. Compliments of our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. pool tab game from quick trip uh, you can be adventurous and possibly win that winnebago revel you play the mountain dew pool tab game it's uh it's at quick trip use your quick rewards app for a chance to fully to win that fully equipped four-wheel drive winnebago revel how about that extra plays you can get simply by uh, going in and buying yourself a mountain dew mountain dew energy bubbler muscle milk evolve beverages Right there with your quick rewards card, and the adventure begins where the pavement ends, as they say, my friends. Stop into Quick Trip, get yourself some extra opportunities, and don't forget your Mountain Dew products on the way out. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. That would not be a bad prize to win. Got to pay the taxes on it, which is also a little steep, but that's okay because you get basically a $150,000, $200,000 vehicle for, what, thirty, forty grand. Take that in a heartbeat. Damn straight. Do that. Uh, this is from Eric, who says, uh, if David Bakhtiari cannot play, can they rework his contract? Well, they, they've – you can rework the contract, but basically the guaranteed money is the guaranteed money. Once you sign it, regardless of what happens, the guaranteed money is the guaranteed money. That's why they – that's why players do this. And that's why teams, you know, they're so reluctant to do this. Imagine now if you're, say uh, – well, okay, let's look at the, the Cleveland Browns. They gave – Everything guaranteed to Deshaun Watson. If he comes back game one and breaks his knee and is never able to really play again, they're on the hook for all of that money. That's why football teams are reluctant to give fully guaranteed contracts. Because once you sign it, you owe it. Like Major League Baseball, that's part of the problem with baseball. You, you look at a guy like like Christian Yelich. It's not you know $200 million dollars. And a hundred million guarantee. So if they wanted to get out of this contract in the next two years, they could. No, no, all of that's guaranteed. Same thing with Deshaun Watson. So with David Bakhtiari, um, they can rework the deal absolutely. But the guaranteed money is the guaranteed money, and you can't get around that. You can kick it down the road a little bit, but what you don't want to do, and this is one of the things that pack, the Packers uh, are kind of leery of is, you know, you look at Bakhtiari's dead cap money. So uh, let's say this year, they uh, after this season, they wanted to cut him loose. This year, his cap hit is $13.4 million. But next year, it's $30 million. So if he can't play this year, technically after this season, they can cut him loose. And they'll save, now they'll still owe him $23 million dollars. 
next year. 23.131 to be exact. They'll still only 23, but opposed to the 29, technically they would save $6 million on the cap. So if you want to cut them loose, this would be the year to do it. If he can't play and can't return to form, now they can restructure that deal and, and extend it out by a year or two and give him a little bit more money and and then but less guaranteed, so to speak, and then you kind of go from there. But if he decides that if you decide that by twenty twenty five you want to keep him around, because I think he becomes an unrestricted free agent after twenty twenty four. So if that's what you want to do, you can do that. But this year they owe him uh thirteen point four. Next year it's twenty nine million dollars they're going to be paying to him. And I can almost guarantee you that ain't happening. They're either going to restructure that deal or they're going to cut them loose. Because two years, going on two years with a knee injury and the inability to come back, that's, uh, yeah, that's not going to fly. Especially when you're going to make close to $30 million as a left tackle. Ain't happening. Because he makes uh, 29 next year. I think he's like 32 or $33 million a year after that. Yeah, it's... Uh, David Bakhtiari to to get his to get his gauge, he's going to need to come back, prove himself if he's going to get another contract somewhere. So, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to hit us up? Feel free. You can find us over on Twitter as well at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find us on the Facebook fan page. Watch the program there. Watch it over on YouTube. Go to YouTube dot com. Subscribe there. Absolutely free. The show will pop up for you. You know, kind of uh, kind of easy to go. Uh, go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. All three words, put them all together, and you can find us. And just click subscribe, and uh, we'll pop up, you know, if you want to watch the program. And then kind of go from there. There's Twitch TV. There's, like I mentioned, Twitter. And then you can always drop us an email. And don't forget, you can always get the program on Spotify, on Instagram, or uh, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts. And you can follow us over on Instagram as well. Yeah, Rick, Rick says uh, March 17th is a drop-dead date for making a decision, so you are correct. Um, complicated fellow says, what player would you put on the roster to replace Bakhtiari that has more benefit than not? Uh, that's easy. Anybody that can play. That's a no-brainer. Anybody that can play. Doesn't matter. Simple. Micah Abernathy at safety. Um, Jawan Winfrey. Patrick Taylor at running back. Uh, just anybody. Anybody that can play. Anybody that I saw make any kind of an impact play in the preseason is who I would put on the roster. Because when you've got a guy that can't play, anybody that can play, that could go in in a pinch, would be beneficial to your team rather than somebody that's stressed on the sidelines who cannot play. Very simple question. Uh, ben, am I wrong on that? Just kind of looking for a feedback? No, not at all. Especially, special teams have been fine so far. I would say pretty, uh, a, yeah. an enjoyable part of the team. But anybody that can fill in in those roles. I think about Tyler Goodson, too. So you don't have to play Amari Rogers at running back in, in a pinch. Many yep. Packer fans, I'm sure, would point to Danny Etling and say he is the next coming at quarterback. Maybe that's the route you go. Right. But, yes, anybody that can play. Yeah, anybody that can play, man. Anybody. 
Uh, 877-867-1670, By the way, Rick says, what about the 6'8 tackle? Uh, He's already there. He's already there. Caleb Jones they already brought back. Caleb Jones is listed as the backup left tackle on the depth chart. (coughs) Excuse me. He's already there. That's That's a mountain of a human being. But, yeah, with David Bakhtiari not playing right now, not practicing. Uh, and, again, maybe today he practices and all is right with the world. This whole this whole discussion becomes nothing more than screaming fire in a crowded theater if he comes back and he can play and suddenly he's back on the field this weekend. This whole conversation is completely moot. But we'll see. See what he can do. Uh, this is from uh, Kyle. Kyle says, uh, hey, unit, love the discussion regarding David Bakhtiari. My friends and I were talking about this last night. What if Bakhtiari can come back, but he doesn't play well? Then what? If he goes five or six or even seven games into the season and still looks bad and Aaron Rodgers is getting beat up, do you see Rodgers turning on Bakhtiari and talking about getting hit too much then? No. No, not at all. Not a bit. I I don't see that at all. I think if he comes back uh, and he just isn't the same, I think, first of all, if if your franchise is getting drilled, you go to the franchise and you say, hey, look, we got an issue here, and you know it, we know it. What do you want to do? And maybe Rodgers talks to Bakhtiari. Now, again, this is all completely hypothetical, and you don't really want to cross that bridge until you actually come upon the bridge. But if that were to happen and he just wasn't the guy, I think Bakhtiari, being the guy that he is, would know it. And he probably would just say, you know what, i, I got to walk away. I'm not ready. I, I can't imagine, knowing Bakhtiari, I mean, let's be honest, Rodgers officiated his marriage. This is not like it's just a left tackle on a quarterback position. These guys are good friends. Sometimes you can talk to your good friend about, hey, man, we got to do this. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes that news coming from you is not easy. You can break up a friendship. So maybe Rodgers decides, you know what, you guys handle it. I understand it. Uh, you know, uh, it's not that it has my blessing. It's just, but I understand it. Maybe you go in that direction. But I got to think that Bakhtiari would say to Aaron, man, I'm sorry, dude, I'm just not getting it done. And Rodgers is either going to say, what do you want to do? Or hang in there, man, you'll get it. One of the two. Because if you're a guy that you know your buddy ain't getting it done and he ain't ever going to get it done. I, that's always what I've said to to friends, family, whatever, when I say you're, at, you're in a tough situation. What does your gut tell you? What do you want to do? And most of the time they'll say, my gut tells me, keep fighting, keep plugging away. But my head is telling me the reality is I can't do it. And then I'll say, give it a, give it a little while longer, give it a shot. And if you just, at that point, you've done everything you can. If you can lay your head on your pillow at night and say, I've done everything I can, then you can sleep easy. It'll still eat at you that you couldn't get the job done, but you can sleep easy knowing you tried. And maybe that's the conversation that then had. But that's a really great question, Kyle. A really great, great, uh, great question. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Be glad to chat with you. Got a lot of good stuff today. A lot of good people coming out today, too. Hang in there. We've got uh, a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of it brought to you by our friends at Pella Withers and Doors of Wisconsin. Tomorrow morning, by this time, by the time we go in the air, the new door will be uh, mostly installed. I'm uh, going to take some video of that. Uh, I got the new, I can't wait. Got the new patio door. Come. The script came to me today. They said, well, we're going to be there early. They're getting here like 6 in the morning tomorrow. We're going to set up the lighting and the, and the makeup. I'm like, makeup? 
Make makeup, makeup. Ah! So, but yeah, they uh, they're going to be here tomorrow morning installing the new door and shooting the TV commercial. I'm kind of liking it. But the bottom line for me is when I'm sitting here on a Saturday and I'm watching the pigskin fly through the air and whatever college game it is, Badgers or whomever, and I'm watching the game and the fire's going and Kristen's sleeping at the end of the couch and I've got my feet up on the ottoman, got a cocktail in hand, maybe that Cedarburg cider. Oh, so good. And I know that I don't have to worry about that cold, drafty air coming through the room anymore. Fire going in the fireplace. It's so good. Why? Because that new door is going to be installed from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, which right now, two years, no interest, no down payment, no payments, nada, nothing. Order it up, two years, you ain't got to worry about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Then all you got to do is start paying it out off after that. How about that? What a way to go. That's Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call them, 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI, or simply go to PellaWI.com. PellaWI.com. Whether it's the beautification of your home, the value of your home, or just like me, you want to make sure it's warm and toasty and the heat is in and the cold is out come wintertime. Damn straight. That's Pella Winners and Doors of Wisconsin. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. How we look it? Big weekend coming up. You're gonna do a little riding. It's gonna be uh, cool, but nice. And uh, there's a ride. Uh, it's a veterans ride. It benefits Fisher House, Wisconsin, coming up on Sunday. It's gonna start out at Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon. Right there in Hubertus on Hubertus, and they have great food. They got a great breakfast out there on Sunday morning, but then they're going to ride for Fisher House. And afterwards, it's going to end up at Smoke on the Water in Okachi. And we're doing a watch party out there for the Packer game. So even if you don't ride, I encourage you to come on out, watch the game. There's going to be a watch party. They've got the upstairs, the downstairs, the big screens are going to be on, but you can come out and make a donation if you choose to do so. But uh, they, they said, hey, Bill, we'd love you to be a part of it. I don't know if I can ride the entire thing, obviously, uh, because i got some work to do. But everybody, they plan on having everybody back to uh, slop, or, uh, to excuse me, uh, to smoke on the water on Okachi by game time. So everybody can watch the game and enjoy it. But we're going to do the uh, Green and Gold postgame show live from there coming up this weekend. So if you're within the sound of my voice, you've been saying to your friends, where are we going to go watch the game? Please come out and join us. Come out and get some great food. Good drinks. They got some smoke martinis, some smoke margaritas and such that they do out there that's really cool. But they got good food, and you can make a donation to Fisher House, Wisconsin. So please come on out and join us. Even if you don't, this is an opportunity for many of you who don't even ride motorcycles to come out and join us and just kind of hang out and watch the game. We would love to have you this coming Sunday. Smoke on the water in Okachi. Otherwise, if you want to ride the motorcycle ride, be at Sloppy Joe's Sunday morning or just go find Sloppy Joe's over on uh, the Facebook fan page, and you can track it down there as well. But really looking forward to it. A um, couple of different things. Uh, this one is from uh, Chris who said, I think Dave's career is over in Green Bay, unfortunately. Complicated fella said, did Obako outside of Green Bay medical staff to get a second opinion or surgery? It wasn't all done by the, or was it all done by the Packers staff? I don't know all the details. The first surgery was done, uh, just like Elton Jenkins was, by the Packers staff. And then the second one was by Doc McKenzie. So I would assume the third one was as well. I don't know. 
but uh, they have that uh, right there in Titletown. They got Doc Andrews there. They, you know, when you talk about knee surgeries, it, this is almost like, you know, I hate to say cut and dry, but they've done so many of them uh, there in Green Bay with Doc McKenzie and company that it's it's, you know, maybe you do seek a second opinion, much like you know Zadarius Smith did. I don't know, but uh, I that's a great question, and I, I guess the, the the insinuation of the question is. Did the Packers staff screw something up? Or did they not do the job right? Or did they misdiagnose it? I guess. And that's only a question that David Bakhtiari could answer. I don't know. I do know the first couple, though, were done uh, in Green Bay. That I do know. The third one, I have not. And we can ask Mike Clemens on that because maybe Mike heard something. Uh, but that I, I don't 100% know. That's a really good question. My assumption is, when it's, it, knee injuries are knee injuries. You know, every doctor and every team has done them, and they've probably done 50 of them. So I, I can't imagine this being something that would be unfamiliar in some way, shape, or form, or the complication is something that they haven't seen before, if you know what I mean. So uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, the other piece of breaking news today that the Celtics head coach, Udoka, facing some discipline for an alleged improper consensual relationship with a female staffer facing a significant suspension or other disciplinary action after violating the organization's guidelines. Now, this is their own self-imposed suspension. He's accused of engaging in an improper intimate and consensual relationship with a female uh, member of the team's staff in violation of the franchise's code of conduct and uh, the discussions about the potential discipline reportedly internal do not involve the league at all. Now, remember, you've got uh, the the, uh, Phoenix Suns uh, who are being sold because their owner has had all kinds of stupidity uh, when it comes to when it comes to the uh, the internal workings, everything from you know making passes and employees uh, to the use of the N word. Uh, I'm just you know Sarver just uh, you know Robert Sarver just a, a mess, and he had they had the investigation. Now he is only he only owns thirty percent of the club, but he is the a majority shareholder of the Phoenix Suns. But the uh, one week after the the NBA said, you know, a one-year suspension and $10 million in fines, uh, he said, you know, he's going to begin the process of seeking buyers for the Suns and the Mercury, uh, saying it's the right next step for the organization and the community. Uh, but he also said, you know, that oh, in, in, in today's what he thought would be a second chance and forgiving atmosphere, apparently it's it's not. In today's society, there's, there are no second chances. Uh, but the NBA last week, uh, they released that 43-page report uh, of an independent law firm's 10-month investigation, uh, allegations of racism, misogyny, other workplace misconduct, uh, all and most, uh, among the most damning findings. Um, there was 80,000 pages, by the way, of evidence said that the N-word at least five times in repeating or perpetrating to repeat what a black person said 
he kept using it despite people around him who said you can't do this you 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 can't use the n word like this he thought it was okay when you're quoting uh another black person and they said no you can't continue that and and you know apparently people in the office complained about it the fact that he was running around telling people this almost taking pride in using the n word uh, and then obviously some of the other sexual misconduct and such came about, but uh, he is selling the team. So the NBA has got a, a couple of things going on, one league-related, one non-league-related, but it uh, looks like the Boston Celtics have uh, an issue on their hands, and I know a lot of companies are like that, where they don't allow those certain relationships within the building and because it can cause problems, and you can lose good people over it. You know, think about it this way. Uh, if you have two people that... Or they end up getting married. That's great. But suppose one person takes another job. Then you lose two people out of your company. So there's a lot of companies that say, no, you know, not going to do it. Not going to have you uh, having fraternization, if you will, within companies. Others promote it to say, hey, look, if you're both harmonious, you both love coming to work, you're both going to be better employees, you're both going to be able to work together on certain projects and do certain things and take pride in your company together because you both want the company to succeed because you both have your eggs in that same basket, well, it depends on which which side of the fence you look at it, I guess. But anyway, there you go. Uh, let's do this. Step away. Break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers practice in pads, getting ready to face the 2-0 Buccaneers. Tampa won both of their first two games on the road against the Cowboys and the Saints, led not by Tom Brady, but their defense. Packers running back, A.J. Dillon. You know, we got a defense we're going up against with a lot of pro bowlers, a lot of high-caliber guys, Super Bowl contending team uh, the last couple of years, at least every year that I've been in the league. And, uh, you know, you definitely got to, you know, bring your A game study the game plan and get ready but they also uh, swarmed the ball and they're very uh they have that attacking mind to like getting the ball out getting turnovers pretty sure they're like tied in second and turn or takeaways or something like that so um, they do a really good job of that so you know ball security is definitely something that you know we're uh kind of like focusing on the Packers David Bakhtiari did not practice again yesterday Matt LaFleur asked if there's any way the left tackle could play this Sunday in Tampa I have no idea again we're going to take it one day at a time and um we'll see where we're at at you know on Sunday I just I don't even let my mind go there at this point. The Packers have lost to the Buccaneers twice since LaFleur took over. Tom Brady has apparently lost some weight and has had some personal struggles at home since changing his mind about retiring from football. You know, everyone's got different situations they're dealing with, so we all have really unique challenges to our life. And, uh, you know, we're, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of going on. So, you know, you just kind of try to figure out life the best you can. And, you know, it's a... Uh, continuous process. Aaron Rodgers says he's been friends with Brady for nearly a decade, meeting every year at the Kentucky Derby. What did the two talk about? Uh, it's a lot of football with Tommy, a lot of non-football with me, so we balance each other out well. That's Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. West Bend, some of the best jewelers and family-owned. Been around a long time. And just good people. 
Andy Kane has the Buy Like a Guy segment, the podcast and such, over on Instagram. You can follow him there, B-U-Y, Buy Like a Guy. But uh, just a terrific, it's an appointment-based place. It just, you got to go there. If you're looking for wedding rings, engagement rings, jewelry of any type, they have the Hearts on Fire diamond out there. There's just so much good stuff in that beautiful store right there in West Bend. Little West Bend, but it's worth the drive. Check out our friends at Kane, K-O-E-H-N, Kane and Kane Jewelers. Go to Kane and Kane Jewelers or go to Buy Like a Guy over on Instagram. Uh, this is from Anthony, and he, he raised a good point, so I put it over on the Facebook fan page, and I'll, I'll post it again over on uh, on Twitter as well. But as a Green Bay Packers fan, going back to Kyle Griffin's report uh, from NBC News that John Davis, who was the uh, Mississippi welfare director during the distribution of the federal welfare funds, that these funds were siphoned to certain prominent residents, including Brett Favre. This guy is pleading guilty this morning in federal court, basically stealing money from the federal welfare system and giving it to uh, friends, uh, allegedly, according to, uh, including Favre, just because, just to do certain things, or they just had this, this, this apparently this money scheme is what they said. So I, I asked the question, and Anthony asked me, so I, I thought, you know, it's a really good question. Um, as a Packers fan, you hate to see your kind of heroes, if you will, involved in scandal. You just do. And Favre's had his fair share. I mean, you know, obviously the Vicodin issue and such and, and things that he went through, um, you know, in his career here and obviously the scandal in New York, uh, you know, the the picture that was sent out, texted out with the Crocs at the, the bottom of the picture. We all know. all know it too well. Um. So we know all of this. It doesn't like it's not like that. That image doesn't come with warts. But in something like this, when you have the defrauding of charities and the underprivileged, it makes it heinous. So, and Anthony said, "Are you hoping this is a misunderstanding and that Favre comes out fine, or are you hoping that a guy like Favre, who used his position to get free money, goes to jail?" And I had to think about that for a minute. I had to think about that for a minute. Because, and here's the reason why. I look at it with a different perspective. I work on a charity. I sit on the board of a charity. We scrutinize every penny to make sure that we show as much as we possibly can dollars to cause. And what that basically means is, we have a percentage we try to live by. We try to stay above 90% because there are some expenses. You can't, you can't raise money without spending some money. You can't just say, hey, give me money. So there are certain expenses. So we try to keep it anywhere from 85 to 92% dollars to cost, which is really good compared to a lot of charities out there. If you look at some charities that you donate to, you'd be appalled. You would be appalled. And I'm not here to knock any other charities. What I'm saying is from my own personal perspective we try to keep it to where 85 cents or more per dollar go directly to the charity. My motorcycle ride, 100% of the money raised. I make sure if I have to pay it out of my pocket, I'll do it. 100% of that money goes right back to the house, right back to the operation of Fisher House to take care of the veterans and the military members and their families. So when you read something like this, you're like, oh, my God, God, I hope he's not involved, and I hope it's just a misunderstanding. Pay the money back. But the other part of me is like, you know what? If you knew this, screw you. Go to jail. 
go to jail, sit in prison because you you took money from people who genuinely needed it when you got more money than God. So I've got mixed feelings on that. Anthony, that's a great question. That's a great question. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But I, I just, not that I want to make it, you know, any kind of a bully pul- pulpit or anything like that. But I, I just, you know, yeah, I, I, I think it's rather, I think it's rather interesting. Bleacher Report has some, has some stuff on this, too, going all the way back to September 13th. You can kind of put that out there. But, all right, it's. That's a, that's that's a question that makes me look internally at my own gut and go, oh, God. One hour down, a lot more to go. Going to talk some fantasy football coming up here in about an hour from now. Stay tuned for Paul Charchi and Mark Daniels going to be here as well. Got a lot to get to. Hang in there. Whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 